Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is I couldn't agree more. During these bad times, there's still some good ideas. Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do Them that have it, get more of it The less they need it, the more they love it And it sticks to them like glue Funny, funny, funny what money can do It was 1933, right in the middle of the Great Depression, when Franklin Delano Roosevelt became our country's 32nd president. Frustrated with the current administration's lack of ability to curtail Wall Street and the collapse of the banking industry, Americans were broke and desperate and wanted new leadership to try to get them out of the economic mess they were in. So, with an understanding of their desperation and seeing as though the government appeared to be the only saving grace for the good old U.S. of A., Roosevelt, through Congress, passed an emergency spending bill to deal with the banking crisis. It was called the New Deal and it would forever change the way government would step in at times of economic crises to assist today's Americans. Of course, today, as we record this show on March 24th, 2020, we are dealing with not the collapse of the banking system nor the collapse of Wall Street, but with this new virus that is as a result of the panic of the virus called the COVID-19 virus, our economy is now in dire straits, something in my 60 years on planet Earth, I never thought I would witness. With the stock market in a free fall, our political leaders in turmoil over what to do, an American public that is paralyzed with fear of their future today and for the next few weeks, I'm going to avoid all the gloom and doom reporting on this matter and instead try to arm you with financial ammunition on how to best deal with the hand you've got. I've titled this show, In Bad Times, There's Still Good Ideas. Welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, retirement planning specialist, Tony Walker. And with us in our Louisville studios, as always, is America's favorite financial sidekick, uh, Mr. Aaron Orander, along with his sidekick, Megan Murphy, who is faithfully working on the graphics for our TV show, which we will be recording here shortly. But back to Aaron. Good morning, Aaron. And how are you doing with all of the coronavirus uh pandemic activities and lack thereof going on in our world today. Hey, good morning, sir. I'm doing well, and uh, I'm just trying to stay informed like most everybody else and uh, not panic. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to not panic because it's now, easy to. Now, if I did send somebody over to check your house out, how many rolls of toilet paper do you have over there? Oh, do you I want to admit? Know. I don't know. Not hundreds, hopefully. Not hundreds. We probably got about 10 or 15 okay. rolls, so right. I think we're okay. You sparingly, but just in case. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so here we are, and again, today's date, folks, the reason we give the date of this show, it usually doesn't happen, but lately it has happened. I mean, 
Uh, let's see, Aaron, this one's on March 24th. So approximately when will this show be in, be aired? Uh, this when is going to air on April, I believe, 9th. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, so, there's so a we're good a few weeks ahead. Okay, so there's a good example. So on April 9th, by the time people hear this show, I mean, a lot could have changed, right? Yes. Okay, so that's why, folks, we give the date. We try to do the best we can to record dates as close to the show, but that's impossible. you got to remember, folks, I'm a full-time retirement planning specialist. I'm not a full-time financial talk show host. So what we do as we run our practice, and I continue to see a lot of people, myself and Aaron and Megan, we try to knock these shows out ahead of time because it takes a lot of time to edit them. Uh, then we have the TV show, which has to be closed caption. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into these. By the way, the TV show is a little different format. We'd invite you to join our TV show anytime. We've got uh, eight different stations That's here. right, eight. Yeah, on eight different stations throughout Kentucky. Uh, to check out the times of the TV show coming up, The Worry-Free Retirement, just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and click on those various listings. And also, you can go to our YouTube channel at Tony Walker Financial and actually watch past episodes of the show. So before we kind of get into this COVID-19 deal and the panic and outbreak of this, we, we need to say this. First of all, folks, we as a country have been here before, not just once dealing with various viruses and flu viruses, but many times, and I'm going to pick on one in particular, which is the swine flu. Uh, do you remember that one, Aaron? I do. Okay. And that was in 2009, 2010. What do you want to guess happened to our economy when the swine flu, which was very serious, by the way, hit? Did it crash? Um, do you remember anything closing down like this? I don't remember anything closing down. Uh, now, the employer that I was at at the time, I won't say who I was with because just don't want to do that. But uh, I remember several people were laid off. I do. I do remember that. Hmm. Um, but I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember stores closing down. I don't remember whole states going on lockdown. I don't remember any of that. Well, the the swine flu kind kind of let me refresh everybody's memory. Was around two thousand nine. First of all, it did not result in closings of anything to this degree. And second of all, ironically, because of that, the stock market actually gradually went back up. Did you know that there was right. no crash in the stock market? So I guess what I'm trying to say here, folks. This is something I've never seen because, quite frankly, and I'm not casting blame, I'm just telling you what's happened. Quite frankly, with the government shutting down the economy, it will shut down the stock market. And let me use an example of this, okay? And again, folks, I'm still talking to a lot of people. So I'm out on the front lines. I'm actually talking to the people that are hurting as a result of this. I'm not just on uh, some newscast here just uh, pontificating about what might happen. So let's use the example of someone that I know, a client that owns a restaurant. Okay, you with me here? And let's just see the rippling effects of what happens when you shut down an economy. And to give an example of this, I think the best way to illustrate an economy is to maybe refer to the human body, Aaron. Okay. I mean, you're sitting over there, you're healthy, you got limbs, you got internal organs. Right. The one thing that your body needs to truly survive the one element it's running, I'm giving you a hint, it's running through your body, starts with the letter B, what is it? That'd be blood. Yeah. Without blood, here's the key word, flowing through your body, what happens to the rest of your body? Right, your, your organs shut down. Your organs shut down. There's oxygen in that blood. Um, it's like, uh, you know, the, I don't know much about medical field, you're going to see this out, but apparently, you know, when you apply a tourniquet, you're literally cutting off the supply blood. Right. If that tourniquet's on there long enough, on the other side of that tourniquet, it ain't gonna do well, right? right. We're gonna have problems. 
So when you shut down a business, let's say like the people I know that own a restaurant, and you tell them to offer food through a drive-through when one doesn't exist, <laughs> all right? Well, you got a problem, don't you? Right. <clears throat> so let's kind of look at what happens. This is called macroeconomics, folks. And again, I'm just trying to. I'm not casting blame. I'm just telling you what happens when you make a drastic move like shutting something down. All right. So you stop the blood flow immediately, and who is affected by that blood flow? Who are the organs? Who's the limbs in this financial body we're talking about? You with me so far? Okay. Yeah. All right, so we shut down the business, and the person, first of all, calls me and says, Tony, I don't have a drive through Not only do I not have a drive through I've got a large restaurant. It's a restaurant. People come in to eat at this restaurant. Right, it's not fast food. No. So when you shut those doors and lock those doors, there's a lot of people called servers and people that are cooks, et cetera, et cetera. And if you shut the restaurant down and you don't let people come in and eat, what do you think a business owner is going to have to immediately do? You have to start laying people off. You have to. Yeah. They don't have any money coming in. So the blood flow immediately stopped at that front door. The blood no longer comes into the restaurant. The vital organs and limbs of that restaurant, the first people hit are the poor old servers and people out there who need that money. Uh, many of which are probably living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, this is where it gets pretty sad, but it doesn't really stop there, Aaron. Okay, let's imagine, and some of this I'm making up just to protect the innocent, so, but, just, but it's happening, okay? This is real world, but I'm making up this instant. But then the restaurant owner says, wait a minute, uh, I've got a lease to pay on this building. I do not own this building, and I have to pay monthly $5,000 a month to the landlord, but I don't have any income. Now, uh, granted, I went on and laid off some people, that's a short-term fix, but I still don't have any income. Right. So where is the 5000 a month going to come from? It ain't there. Okay, let's keep moving. Now, the landlord, he's, he or she's getting pretty fussy. He or she keeps calling the restauranteur and says, where's my money? And finally, the restauranteur maybe says, I don't have it. So now the landlord's got a problem now all of a sudden. What's his problem or her problem? What They're could that landlord have when he, he or she purchased the building to lease out? Well, they could have a loan that they've got to pay. Oh, bingo. So now all of a sudden, the landlord who was depending on the, sounds like this children's book I'm reading to uh, Scout. It's the uh, the boy that chases, have you seen that? Chases the frog and the frog is being chased by yes, the cat. Yes, yes, okay, yes, Okay, well, yes. I can't remember the name of that. We ought to read that on air one day. It kind of reminds you of this. So now the landlord goes to the bank and says, <clears throat> uh, you know that 4000 a month note that I've got to you? Uh, guess what? That restauranteur isn't operating and that money's not coming to me. So sorry, bank, I can't pay you. Now this happened, Aaron. I'm not saying we're heading this way. I'm just trying to educate you folks what happens economically when you shut off the financial blood supply. This happened in 08. I had a gentleman, a friend of mine who had two properties in Florida back before the stock market, uh, the real estate crash. Everything was going great. He had borrowed money on both these huge properties. The market crashes, people start moving out, people start selling. And then all the people in these huge condominium complexes down there couldn't afford to pay what's called the common area maintenance. All that stuff had to be paid for. So they raised all the common area maintenance for those who stayed. Well, my, I'll, call him, I'll call him Bill. Bill all of a sudden goes, I can't afford this. So what was once a million-dollar property, he had borrowed 750000 That sounds like a reasonable loan, right? Okay. He has 250000 equity. Well, he couldn't afford the common area maintenance. He couldn't afford the note because people were no longer renting his condo. So he goes to the bank, and here's what he tells the bank. He takes the keys and throws them on the counter. This is a true story. And the bank goes, what are you doing? He goes, 
it's yours. And they go, well, we don't want it. Yeah. You couldn't even sell it for 750. See what I mean? It got upside down. Yeah, they want the money. They don't the, care about the property. But Bill doesn't have the money. So, and then ensuing, there went the crash of 2008. So I guess what I'm trying to say, folks, first of all, there is a rimmer of hope here. There is a ray of hope. And I'm going to share with you 10 ideas when we come back. But in the meantime, we've got to understand where we are also as a country and also economically. And I hope our politicians and everybody out there is obviously taking this virus seriously, which I'm glad they are and they have in the past. But we also are taking very seriously the economic damage and mental health damage we are doing to people as a result of shutting things down. So in bad times, are there still some good ideas, Tony? Let's get back to that. There sure are. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. I'll be right back. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Win or lose, games are a blast, but playing around with your retirement is serious business. So don't leave your retirement to chance. Get a retirement game plan from well-known retirement specialist, Tony Walker. Learn how to be worry-free in retirement with a safe and simple game plan that includes mailbox money for life. To meet in person with Tony, log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no-obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement and keeping in, keeping you informed and with the accuracy of this program, Aaron shuffled out of here at the break and came back in and said, whoops, what, what did you just find out, I just I wanted to let everybody know, yeah, this is actually going to air on the 16th. You're listening to it now on the 16th, but you're probably thinking the 9th. Well, that was, that was last <laughs> week, partner. I just wanted to double check. You just, you know, everybody's scrambling right now, making sure everything's correct. So I just wanted to make sure and just make correct that, yeah, okay. this is airing on the 16th. Don't think you're time traveling or anything like that. This is not the 9th. This is the 16th. Although it might not be a bad idea. We can figure out how to time travel. Oh, like, we can figure that oh, out. I'd love yeah, to, we can close this place down. I would love to go back in time. It does remind Sometimes him. I think I'd want to, and then sometimes I'm like, Ooh, you know what I, I miss? Know. Somewhat, you know, I bet I guess because I was working. By the way, folks, uh, live well, die broke. You know, let's do something kind of fun just to provide some uplifting moments here. So let's do this. Let's do a free offer of my latest book, best-selling book, Live Well, Die Broke. Some great stuff in here, folks. So here, here's what you need to do. If you want a copy of this book, the first five people that email. Uh, from each of our stations, we'll do it that way because we are on the radio station in Bowling Green, Bardstown, and Lexington. 
First five people, just email, and we'll have you email Gina. That's Gina, G-I-N-A, at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Gina at TonyWalkerFinancial.com, and we'll mail you a copy of our brand new book, Live Well, Die Broke. All right, so we're wanting to talk about what we can do. Before we get into that, though, Aaron, you know, we get a lot of questions. This question came in from, uh, I'll call her Belinda, and it was really interesting. She said, Tony, my financial advisor tells me that I need to continue to invest our money, I don't know if he meant his money and her money. I thought it was her money. Maybe he's thinking it's his money. I'm not sure. Anyway, to invest our money because 70 is the new 60. But I like this part. Apparently, she had either read the book, Live Well, Die Broke, or just seen this comment. She goes, but I like your comment, Live Well, Die Broke. So what is enough to retire on? Now that, my friend, Belinda, is the real question to ask. Isn't that a powerful That's question? That's the million dollar question That's the right there. Dollar, yeah, the million dollar response isn't, well, it's, it's the new normal is you're 70 because 70 is the new 60. I don't even, I guess that means you're supposed to work till 70. Can you imagine having an advisor that's his only, his or her an, only answer? You're worried sick and it's like, nah, I guess you got to Hang in there. It. Hang in there. I mean, this is absurd, folks. So what I'm going to do, and we're going to cover this on a couple of shows. So hang in there with me. I want to really take my time on these Simple thoughts for improving your situation during these bad times. So let's start off, and what I'll do, Aaron, I'm just going to read all 10 of them in the time we have left. I may go on, and depending on the time, I may take one of these and kind of do a deep dive. And then over the next couple of weeks, folks, we're going to do this. So remember, in bad times, there's still some good ideas. Keep the theme in mind. We're, gonna, we're trying to remove all this gloom and doom and do something now that is actually positive. All right, number one. Well, we talk about it all the time, but... One of the things we created years ago is called the worry-free split IRA concept. And believe it or not, folks, many of you are feeling paralyzed with your 401ks and your IRAs. You could still do this. You know, I have people, Aaron, their, their accounts are down and they're going, well, I think I'm going to wait for it to come back. And I'm going, well, that might be good. That may not be. But why would you not want to look another opposite way to look at that? Are we just going to sit here and do nothing? And so we are having some people. Now, again, this is what requires a thorough analysis by us, folks. We're, this is not a blanket statement. Some of you, after looking at your situation, I'm going to probably say, yep, you better leave it where it is. Some of you need to consider taking action. And we call this the worry-free split IRA concept. Now, let me say something. The difference between Belinda's broker, her advisor, is that he or she is a money manager. There's a difference. A money manager is putting probably almost all of your money in the stock market. They right now don't know what to do because the only option is to hang in there because you're down. Your money manager is not a money management specialist. They're not a retirement planning specialist. So there's a difference between a process, which is our worry-free split IRA, that all of our staff that I've hired manage. That's a process versus trying to manage money. And Aaron, a lot of people don't get that until they see it. When they go through our process and see what we do, they're like, there's this aha moment. It's like, okay, I see what you're talking about now, Tony. And that's what Live Well, Die Broke is all about. How do we position our money to use and enjoy it while we still can at the least amount of risk? That is what, to me, a true money manager should be doing, but that's not what they're doing. Number two, you've probably heard of these. We talk about them a lot. But is this a good time because the market is down? Listen carefully. This is going to sound so counterintuitive. Because the market is down, should you possibly convert to a Roth IRA? Um, and for, of course, Megan's over there feverishly working. I won't bring her into the fray here. But we had Megan on the TV show a couple weeks ago. 
And she's still thinking about what to do with that old 401k, Aaron. Remember we talked about that? Even at our marketing meeting, this came up Monday. And so I was going over these strategies and Megan said, hey, wait a minute, Tony, I've still got that money in the market, haven't done anything with it. Would this be a good example for me to take advantage of? So let me explain what a Roth conversion is. So in this example, what I told Megan to consider doing, because the market's down, and let's just use rough numbers. I'll just pick numbers out of there. Let's say Megan had $10,000 in her 401k plan, you know, three months ago. And in the last three months, because of the market decline, it's only worth 7,000. You with me so far, Aaron? Yep. It's probably about what it's worth, six to 7,000. This market's down over the last couple of months, about 30%. So what Megan could do if she so chooses to do this is she rolls it into an IRA, has to put it in an IRA, no cost to do this, no taxes, and then she intentionally converts it to a Roth. Now, what happens when she does that? She is basically going to tell the government that, hey, I want this IRA that is what's, you know, it has a tax tumor inside it. I want this IRA to be tax-free forever. And I want it to only pay taxes on 7,000. That's all she has to pay taxes on. See, if she were to convert this three months ago, Aaron, she'd had to pay taxes on 10,000. Okay. But now that it's less, only taxes on seven. It's a lot of savings there. Now, here's the beauty of this if, if Megan decides to do this. Let's say one day, now she doesn't take it out of the market. So we're not talking about taking it out of the market. Okay, we're gonna assume at her young age, 15, 20 years from that market will be way back up, right? That's right. A fair assumption. May not be, but we'll assume it is. So now if she pays a little bit of tax now, tax on that's probably gonna be, I don't know, I'm guessing 2,000 bucks. So Megan gives the government $2,000 now. The government gives her a permission slip to allow that money, listen closely, Aaron, to grow tax-free for the rest of her life, never has to pay a penny in tax, even on the growth of it. If it's worth a million dollars one day and she liquidates it in retirement, no taxes. That's nice. Plus, at her death, whatever's left goes to her beneficiaries, and they don't have to pay taxes. And that's tax-free to them. Tax-free to them. Nice. So, folks, if you don't have a retirement specialist that's at least talking about this, folks, this is the time to consider Roth conversions, not when the market's up, but when the market's down. You need to contact us right away. We have a service we offer where we'll do a free analysis. I call it a Roth conversion analysis, and all we're trying to do is determine if a Roth conversion is right for you and how much potentially this could save you in taxes. And folks, this is a huge opportunity. I had somebody call the office the other day, and I, I don't understand people. I had somebody call the office and complain to Gina that they saw an ad on TV that we were encouraging people to contact us if they had lost more than 20% in the stock market. And they said they didn't think that was right. And I said, oh, okay, let me see. I told Gene, I said, so we're not supposed to provide any new ideas. We're supposed to just sit around in gloom and doom and not encourage people to look at other options. Is that what this person's really saying? I'm thinking, how foolish could a person be? Folks, we're not taking advantage of anything. What we're doing is taking advantage of options that could be available that weren't available before. I mean, that's just prudent. I don't know what else you'd call that. And that takes expertise. That's why I've been doing this for over 35 years, is for moments like this to try to give people hope that there are things you can still do. Number three, the theme of live well, by, die broke, Aaron. Here's the theme. Spend the money while you can. This should be a wake-up call. Many people, and I say this on the show all the time, Aaron, the money in your 401k is not real. Have you heard me say that? Yes. You know what I mean by that, don't you? Yeah, it, it's not real until it's converted to cash. There you go. So you're seeing this, folks. This money you had was on paper. It's still on paper. But this should serve as a wake-up call, folks. You're not going to be here forever. You can't always depend on the stock market. 
And you better have in place an advisor who's trying to encourage you, realistically now and practically, to spend the money while you can. And that's what the theme of Live Well, Die Broke is all about. Number four is something we call low cost basis stocks. Now, what in the world does that mean? Well, what happens is, now we're not talking about IRAs, folks. We're imagining that you had money. Uh, these could be stock grants. This could just be money after tax that you purchased stock over the years. I had a gentleman I met recently who had purchased a certain stock over the years, Aaron. And that thing before the crash, that thing was through the roof. Mm. Now his problem was though, he said, Tony, I'd like to sell some of the stock and use it, but I have all these capital gains taxes because there's a gain. Does that make sense? Yes. It's different, different taxes than an IRA, not as bad, but still significant. So we went when through- When he wants it, Uncle Sam's gonna say, we want our slice of the pie. There you today. go. Okay. And what's weird about this is, and he's not getting any younger. So now back to the spend it now versus later, Actually, because the values have gone down, if he sells these stocks because he wants the money anyway, he's going to pay less taxes. So somebody might say, well, Tony, that's ridiculous. He's selling at a loss. And I would say, no, if he has a gain, that means he still made money. And if he's not going to ever sell this stock anyway and use it, what's the point? So this is a time also, folks, if you have what's called low basis stocks, you've worried about capital gains, taxes are an all-time low. There's a, there's a good possibility that you may want to consider that. We can help you look at that. Number five, this is one of my favorite, reduced fees. Uh, on the TV show recently, we showed an example, an actual example of somebody we could save them. This has, doesn't happen this alarming all the time, Aaron, but $16,000 a year in fees. $16,000 per year. Now, your fee savings are probably not going to be that dramatic, but why in the world, folks, would you keep paying somebody one and a half, two percent to lose your money? I don't, I don't understand that. So, they may be telling you that they do better when you do better, but they're also doing better when you do worse. So you have to look at fees. Our fee platform through Charles Schwab is eight tenths of 1%. Most people charge one and a half to two. As well, many of our annuities, some of the annuities that we use have no fees. So we can really drastically reduce those fees. So talk to us about fees. Here's a good one. Nobody thinks about this. Unfortunately, we've had so many people berating this product on radio and TV over the years. It's really a shame. It's I think it's even financial malpractice the way they've done this, but it's something called overfunded life insurance. And this is as old as the hills. It's dividend participating whole life, but we overfunded up to government limits. And this thing works wonders. There's no risk, there's no fees. There's a lot of tax-free components involved. And when you die, not if you die, you're able to leave tax-free money at your death to your spouse and loved ones. So what is not to like about overfunded life insurance? Again, we do this. My favorite son-in-law, Trey, can help you with that. Uh, if, you, if you want to see an illustration of how it works, email Trey, T-R-E-Y, at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Mailbox money, what can I say, folks? Wouldn't it be nice? We've got more clients, Aaron, over the years who have purchased annuities with what's called income riders. Had one the other day call. Said, Tony, is this the time I ought to kick on my income? I just want some income, and I want to quit worrying about things. We're kicking on their income. It's going to pay them 20000 a year for the rest of their life. <laughs> yeah, you're just great. What, what's not? Yeah. yeah, so, so simple. So folks, if you don't have something that provides guaranteed lifetime income or what my granddad called mailbox money, my question is why not? Get with us. We've got a free booklet you can download. It's called Mailbox Money for Life. It's found at the website. You just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com in the search bar. Just type in downloads and download. It's absolutely free and it'll talk about mailbox money. And if you'd like to meet to see if mailbox money is right for you, why not? Let's do it. Here's another one, fixed indexed annuities. Annuities are kind of like that overfunded life insurance. Nobody seems to like them and all of a sudden everybody does. You know how many people are selling fixed indexed annuities? Aaron, I've been doing these almost 20 years.
These products are amazing, folks. Now, you're not going to get rich on them. But the beauty of these fixed indexed annuities is when the market goes up, which it'll come back, you can make some return on the market. But when the market goes down, which it always does, you don't lose anything. That's so, where the new floor comes that's into place, right? right? You okay. have a new floor. Very good, Aaron. You've been listening to me. How, uh, like yeah. 300 plus episodes. Aaron's, <laughs> you could probably step in and do this. Let's keep moving. We're almost out of time. This is a good one. Other people's money, OPM. Folks, interest rates are at an all-time low. Now, I'm not a big debt mongrel, but this might be a time you want to clean up some old debts, bad debts. If you can refinance your home, if your own home, for instance, now's the time to look at that. We can help you think through that clearly to make sure it's a good option. But boy, you need to consider these low interest rates. And finally, why don't you just talk to a retirement planning specialist? I'm a fiduciary. We've done over 4,000 income plans. We know this world very well. I have a staff of over, let's see, we got eight, uh, up to over 11 people now, over 11 people, myself as a fiduciary, two other fiduciaries on staff. We can help you make sense of this mess, folks. But you got to get a written game plan. You cannot attack the world and the financial world without a game plan. And that's what we're really, really good at. And we'd like the opportunity to help you to just meet in person and find out more about Tony Walker Financial. And again, keep in mind, we're going to cover all these other items here uh, in detail in the next couple of shows. But in the meantime, if you say, I want to do something now, Tony, just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on that Let's Get Started or give us a call at 877 499 9255. That's Tony Walker Financial. Com. Well, we've enjoyed today's program with you. Remember, next week, we're going to take a deeper dive into the 10 things you can do during these bad times. I'm Tony Walker. You remember, between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free. You don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.